Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. If you have a desire to live a life that is more than what you are currently experiencing, if you feel stuck, are experiencing health concerns, or curious about ways to improve your life, this show will give you new perspectives and steps to change your life. We have a very exciting topic today. We're talking about dreams. And dreams could go either way. It could be the dreams that you have for your life or the dreams that you have during your sleep. And we're going to be talking about both today. We've done several shows that are similar in that dreams fall into the same category as the concept of wishes. What do you wish or dream for your life? Have you thought about it? Or has taking care of the details of everyday life gotten in the way? It's so easy to let that happen to us. We get so busy in our lives that we forget to make the time to dream. For many of us, goal setting has become a way of life. There's a quote by Tim Ferriss that says, The question you should be asking isn't, what are my goals, but what would excite me? So what about you? What would excite you? What is something that's been calling you? What is the long-delayed dream or passion that could give meaning and momentum to your days? What gives meaning and purpose to your life? You know, we're taught the three R's in school. It used to be reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? (laughs) It's a lot more now. (laughs) But we're not really taught how to lead a meaningful, purposeful life. There are schools that are teaching mindfulness, and that's wonderful, because that's a part of dreaming, too. But we need to go more. Do more, think more, along the line of dreaming. And so we invite you today to really think along the lines of happiness. When was the last time you experienced happiness? What was it about? And what was it that made it so special for you? And how could that experience lead you to a dream for your life? I think about being a kid and the excitement that would build up around certain things we tend to lose that sometimes as responsibility starts to weigh us down and there's all these other things on our to-do list yes i remember as a child we didn't have the opportunity to go out to eat very often and so when sunday afternoon would roll around and we would get to go out for lunch i remember just oozing with excitement like i get to choose what i want to have yes. on my own and what what is that going to be and what's that going to taste like and i'm going to eat as much as i possibly can it was just the enthusiasm around it and there was just so many other options with it and there was no judging with it you just it was just that pure excitement right and so dreaming is sort of like that it's letting go of the responsibility the self-judgment of wanting those things to come up for your life and just being able to be in the enthusiasm of what those things are that do bring you happiness and Unfortunately, I know we we see in the clinic sometimes that people do forget what that happiness factor feels like. And so maybe it is going back to thinking about what was it as a kid? What did you dream about as a kid? Yes. I I always, we tend to ask children, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, Mm -hmm. what are those dreams? And it doesn't always turn out how we, you know. Thought it might. Dreams change or we get taken a different direction in life. However, it's fun to go back and think about maybe what some of the origins of your dreaming is. And just as you got to choose what you wanted to eat in that restaurant, we forget that we get to choose our dreams. You know, because so many things come and get in the way of all of that. Many years ago, I created a course called The Gift of a Year because I wanted to help people live a more joy-filled life. One lived with purpose and that type of thing. There was a man, he has since passed, but his name was Dr. Stephen Levine, and he worked with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in the field of death and dying for over 30 years. And, you know, even though he had 
decades of experience with his patients in explaining to them that they had a year to live or three months to live, that type of thing, he had never taken the time to really think about what that, you know, how would that affect him if someone told him that? And so 30 years into this, <laughs> he and his wife did an experiment where it was New Year's Eve and they decided to give themselves a year. So the following New Year's Eve then would be the, the date of their so-called death, right? And he called it practice dying. But what they found out was it was truly practice of living because he really wanted to find out would his dreams change if there was an end date in sight? Would he live the days in between this New Year's Eve and next New Year's Eve differently because he knew the end was coming? And he was thinking about his patients. There was a lawyer that, you know, he was, he was the ultimate businessman, right? And he decided when he got the diagnosis to totally, he left the company, walked out one day, never came back. And he opened a pottery shop <laughs> and he spent his days making pottery and it actually added to the length of his life which was really kind of cool too so you know very few of the people that he has treated or had treated over the years ran away just left everything their their family and and just became very self-centered about it most people wanted to spend more time with the people that meant something to them and they started living some of those dreams well you Reestablish what those priorities are in your life when you start looking at life from that dreaming aspect of start letting go of not just meeting responsibility, but really developing that sense of awe in your yes. life with everything that you do. And falling in love with life all over again. Yes. You know, so many people that I treat that um, have had a, an experience with cancer say that it really changed their priorities and it made their life very different, very positive, very, you know, so... Again, what are your dreams? How would it be different if you got that diagnosis? And what are you waiting for? We don't need to wait for that kind of a diagnosis to live our dreams today. And we can take the first steps right away. Um, one of the wonderful processes of helping you to do that is being mindful. And we've talked about that a lot. It can be meditation. It can be just taking time to sit with yourself and, you know, schedule an hour to think okay what what do I want what dreams do I want to pursue you know we tend to at the end of our life regret the things that we didn't do more than the things we did absolutely we don't learn limitlessness in our lives yes. either and so we kind of box ourselves in or we get boxed in in some way and we lack the ability to dream because we don't have an expansive experience of what's possible mm -hmm. and so research seems like a really heavy word to use here but start looking at things outside your box that might be a possibility for you to dream about you know whether you've never traveled but something piques your interest feel free to look into that you know if there's something new you wanted to learn look into that pick up a hobby what are the things that you might kind of be putting to the side because you're worried it doesn't really fit in your lifestyle or your box or right. your thought process or your family whatever those blockages are they don't have to be there that's what dreaming's about it's about looking at the things that just bring in that joy out bring that happiness out that excite you Fill your life with awe, change those priorities to... Absolutely. Uh, recently, we had a class. It's an ongoing class for a year called 20 Wishes. And dreams are the same thing. Think of the things that you wish for in your life, that you dream for in your life. Brainstorm it. Write them all down. And then take the ones that really appeal to you. Write one on the top of a, a page in a notebook. And then start thinking backwards. Okay, what, what can I do? What steps need to be taken to do this? And do one. It's amazing what that feels like. We get overwhelmed at the enormity of something. Taking a trip to Paris. Okay, well, first of all, let me research where, where I want to go in Paris. What's there to see? What's there to do? Go to the library. Go to travel agent. All these different things. And the little steps, as you check them off, make the larger thing doable which is really kind of a fun thing. Start by doing one thing on that list, move it forward. It's amazing how much easier it is to accomplish when you get to take it in small steps. Very an important thing. 
you don't have to limit yourself to like 20 or whatever but you know if you want to make it smaller than 20 that type of thing that's okay too but the important thing is that you start to dream and like you said don't limit yourself if time and energy and money were you know don't even think about those things what do you dream for in your life and it can be career, it can be family, it could be travel, it could be writing a book, it could be recording music or learning a new instrument. All of these things, what do you dream for your life? Maybe it's going back to school. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. Think about these things. It's, they're important. And don't let other people's opinions get in your way. That's yes. an important part as well. Don't let people shame you, guilt you, tell you that's not even possible. Why would you even go there? Right. It's really none of their business. Yes. Go there. <laughs> Feel free. Reading recently a book, and the woman wanted to live a year by water. And she was go traveling the whole United States living by water. And some people thought it was great, and some were like, what is wrong with you? Do you have cancer? Are you dying? Because they thought she was crazy. <laughs> In reality, she just wanted to follow her dream. And she was lucky in that her work let her do that. She could work from anywhere. Just took her computer with her, and she could keep, up, keep doing what she needed to support her life financially. On the next segment of show, we're going to be talking about the steps that you can actually take to find clarity in choosing your dreams and stepping into them. For more information or to schedule an appointment at our clinic to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion radio show on AM950. The Progressive Voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. In our busy, fast-paced world, sometimes we need the time and space to figure out the deeper questions in our life. In a safe, non-judgmental atmosphere, Life Coaching with Connie at Awakened Living will help you gain clarity in your life in an atmosphere of guidance, support, and affirmation. You will explore who you are and who you want to become to be the best version of yourself. Connie at Awakened Living will guide you to find the wisdom within you and follow that wisdom in all areas of your life. When you fully understand who you are and what you believe, life can take you in directions you never imagined. You will be gently challenged to grow and learn that change can be good, especially when done from inside. Every choice that we make is a decision about the next step in our lives. And it only takes one step to start a new and incredible journey. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. That number again is 952-452-8583. Or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. I'm Nick Slavic, proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. I've been a craftsman for more than 25 years. My company has been awarded more than five national awards for craftsmanship. You won't find somebody who loves their job more than me. I've devoted my life to my family, my craft, my business, and to the people who trust me with their projects. And I'm happier for doing it. Visit N-I-C-K-S-L-A-V-I-K.com to learn more. Many people feel a deep void in their lives, as though something is missing, something that's not material in nature. The answers can be found with spiritual or soul coaching. Connie Bjork at Awaken Living takes you through a process which nourishes the deepest part of you, your spirit or soul. Learning more about this important aspect can help you move through your life with greater enrichment and joy. It doesn't deal with religion. Instead, it's about you and your connection to your higher power. By whatever name you connect with, Connie at Awakened Living will help you explore your beliefs, both those that you were given as a child and those you've developed throughout your life in a safe environment. Internal conflict and confusion can arise when they don't seem to match up. Spiritual coaching with Connie at Awakened Living will heal you in ways you've never dreamed possible. Schedule an appointment today 
by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. We're really excited about the topic today. We tend to be that about all of our topics, but <laughs> today we're talking about dreams. In our fast-paced lives, it's easy to feel overwhelmed at times. It can be challenging to find a moment to ourselves. Having something to look forward to can make all the difference, and dreams can give us hope and something to look forward to. We talked a little bit about the importance of having a mindfulness practice that helps us in all areas of our life. We've talked about stress reduction. It's pivotal in there, finding out what we truly believe. We can't do that unless we have silence and can go inward. It's also vital in determining our dreams. The more that we can be still and let our minds enjoy a little daydreaming around what to choose for our dream the easier it becomes, easier it becomes, excuse me. It might start with meditating or just some deep breathing and some time to think about all of the possibilities. Become connected to what you really want again. There's a, in journalism, there's the five W's, right? You can use that kind of concept in working on your dreams. For instance, what do you want to do? That's the what, right? What do you want to see, experience? What resources do you need to do those things? And what are the steps you need to make it happen? And we talked about that a little bit in the last segment. And then there's why. Why does this particular thing light you up? It might give you more in, you know, insight if you can think about what it is about that that really makes you excited. Why is this something meaningful that you would enjoy? And then there's where. Where do you specifically want to go to do this? Who? Who do you want to do this with? Maybe you want to do it alone, just yourself. Maybe you want to include someone else. And who can you contact to make this happen? Sometimes we need outside help. Oh, I know somebody that can help you with this. That's why this class is so wonderful. There's connections that we don't have that somebody else might you know, and they can help us figure that out. And then when? When do you want to start this? In the uh, gift of the year story that I told, there was a start date and an end date, okay? So it's really important to have a start date. Maybe you want to start immediately. That's really an important thing. Dreams are like giving birth to something precious. Nurture them well. Let the joy of your dreams fill you up. And last... We did talk about in the last segment, too, it's really crucial to surround yourself with people who believe in you and will support your quest. They will help you make connections, be your cheerleaders. It's important. And it's important to believe in yourself. Absolutely. First and foremost, if you don't, you're not going to get very far right. <laughs> in that process. Yes. And, to, you know, yeah, you've got to follow your own path. You can listen to what other people say, but you need to listen to your gut. Trust it. Act on what your belief is. If something doesn't feel right, you know, you have to decide whether they are saying something out of concern for you or is it jealousy? Is it sabotage? What is that? Is it just that they're uncomfortable because it's outside their norms? Right. And they wish they could be doing it yeah. and just don't have the courage to do it. I think, too, understanding as you're going through the process of making these dreams happen, of chasing these dreams, of choosing, right? That there are going to be times where things don't turn out quite the way you thought they would or wanted them to. And so being able to be okay with that and keep going. Don't let that be the thing that trips you up. Understand that some things will manifest differently than you had anticipated or maybe had expected and being able to keep moving through that with still that joy and that desire in your heart to work towards those dreams that you've taken the time to mindfully 
propose to yourself. Absolutely. Sometimes those twists and turns actually end up being far better than we ever dreamt they would be. You know, serendipity and that type of thing. And again, I'm reminded of the movie Under the Tuscan Sun. She want, had all these dreams for this house that she built. She wanted um, a wedding there. She wanted children there. She wanted all these different things and and a sense of family. And at the end of the movie, she got all of those things, but it looked far different than what she had anticipated. Right. And yet it was very fulfilling. Yes. And also knowing that your dreams can change. Absolutely. And, and you can add should. to them and <laughs> build on them and expand from them. Yeah. Yeah, and that you are important enough to have all of those. That's a critical component, because there are many times where we don't feel deserving of something, oh, yes. and so then it, it becomes maybe a self-worth issue of working towards something, like, you know, I, that just wouldn't work for me, or, or we hold ourselves back because we don't already have that belief that we're worthy of it. Yes, and your dreams are just that, yours, and you do get to choose them. And that's a really wonderful thing. You know, we have to be wise in sharing our dreams with people. Again, share it with people that deserve and have earned the right to be in the arena with you, those people that you really trust. When you're going to share your dream, make sure it's with somebody that, um, that you know will keep that dream safe and that will nurture it and support it, that type of thing. It's, that's a very important part of this. Absolutely. We have so many things that um, we want to share about dreams. In the next segment, too, we're going to be talking a little bit about the dreams that we have at night. And they really do interchange, you know, a little bit. Some of the things that we dream about during the day or that we have going on in the day really do kind of bleed into the nighttime and that, you know, that thing kind of thing also. So think about, you know, follow your own path, listen to someone's advice, but really, you know, filter out what it means to you, trust your gut, act on your gut, trust in serendipity, spontaneity, all of these things are there to help you further your dreams. Nothing is out of reach for you when you're dreaming. Even if something, you just don't know what's going to happen around the corner. I've heard of so many times somebody wishes to go or dreams to go about to Paris or to France or to, you know, same thing, Italy or whatever, <laughs> you know, and they just think, oh, I don't have the money to. And yet they keep working on that. They write it down and suddenly a $10,000 check that they didn't see coming comes in the mail and finances that whole trip. So we don't know, you know, what's ahead of us, it shouldn't stop our dreaming. Dream big. The planning of it is as important as the execution. It's really fun when those magical moments come up and the universe sort of steps in and is like, okay, here, you did really want this. Yes. Let me help you out. And it helps to reinforce that you are deserving of it. It's really important. On the next segment of the show, we're going to be talking about the fascinating aspects of our nightly dreams. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic, or to register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. The infrared sauna at Awaken Living not only helps you get out of the cold, but also improves your health. This is not your typical sauna experience. The far infrared heats your body internally, causing you to sweat profusely over your entire body, yet has no odor. Because the far infrared sauna at Awaken Living doesn't use moisture, you will experience no trouble breathing, which can be typical in traditional saunas. The far infrared sauna at Awaken Living improves circulation, which translates into improved oxygen flow, muscle relaxation to reduce pain, increased healing time, faster muscle recovery time, and decreased inflammation. According to the Mayo Clinic, several studies looked at using far infrared saunas in the treatment of problems such as high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, and rheumatoid arthritis. They found promising results and no adverse side effects. 
So come to Awaken Living and try their Far Infrared Sauna. It will improve your vitality and help relax your muscles, body, and mind. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of Living Healthy and Aging Well, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on Saturdays from noon to one, where we talk about your health and your life and provide insights to living and aging well. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life today. Please join us every Saturday from noon to one for Living Healthy and Aging Well. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awakened Living. You might think massage therapy is a luxury, when in fact, it's necessity for having a healthier body. A massage at Awakened Living will relieve your body of everyday wear and tear, improve sleep, your posture, stress levels, and overall just make you feel better. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952 452 8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Stress. It's something you experience every day and something you can use a whole lot less of. Stress can not only make you feel frustrated and irritable, it can also cause aches, pains, and fatigue. The Biomat at Awakened Living can make you feel better. The Biomat is a medical grade, infrared, full body heating mat used in healing practices all over the world. The Biomat at Awakened Living heats your body through infrared rays, which raises the internal temperature of your body acting much like when your body has a fever to rid your body of viruses and bacteria. It is a wonderful tool to use for relaxation and as a preventative method for achieving optimal health. The Awakened Living Biomat offers a deep relaxation effect, and as you step away from a treatment, you feel relaxed, calm, and ready to enjoy a more stress-free body. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. And once again, that number is 952-452-8583 or by visiting awakenedlivinginfusion.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Hunter Haas. Saturday, chance of showers, cloudy with a high near 63. Sunday, chance of showers, cloudy with a high near 64. And Monday, mostly sunny with a high near 68. This week's Eat Local Minnesota.com restaurant of the week is Hazel's Northeast. They have classically inspired, creatively prepared comfort food. For dinner, enjoy dishes like their Swedish meatballs, pesto chicken, fish and chips, and more. Located at 29th and Johnson in Northeast Minneapolis, find out more at EatLocalMinnesota.com. I'm Connie Derrick. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about dreams. In the first two segments, we talked about the importance of having dreams for our lives. We're now going to be turning our attention to the importance and meaning of the dreams we have during sleep. This is always an intriguing subject, and a lot of people do think about, whoa, I had this dream, what does this mean, you know? And from a spiritual aspect, as well as a therapist that deals with the meanings and symbolisms within dreams, one reason we have them is to process those things that we did not have the time to process during our waking hours. So much goes on each day, and we need to debrief ourselves and our brains during sleep. It's also a time when we do some problem-solving concerning issues that may have been bothering us during our waking hours. Some interesting facts about dreaming. We can dream in all phases of sleep, but the most active dreams are reported and have been observed with the use of MRIs to happen during REM sleep cycles. And as we are falling asleep or leaving it, the dream experiences that we tend to have are generally visual or movement-based. And we tend to remember those. There are four main clusters of the brain that light up when REM sleep begins. The visual-spatial regions at the back of the brain, the motor cortex, which instigates movement, the hippocampus and surrounding regions, which support our autobiographical memories. 
and then the deep emotional centers of the brain, the amygdala, which lines the in and the cortex, cingulate cortex, which lines the inner surface of your brain. Both help generate and process emotions, and that's a really interesting part to me because I deal with emotions so much. And the what is fascinating, beyond fascinating to me, is that these emotional regions of the brain are up to 30% more active in REM sleep than they are when we're awake. Think about it. Wow, right? So emotions that we have been feeling during the day may show up in our dream time too. So dreaming then seems to be a form of overnight therapy. And it is kind of twofold in function. First, it nurses our emotional and mental health, and it helps to problem solve and ignites creativity. There's actually studies that have been done about dreaming. One was about divorced women. So as you're, if you're dreaming simultaneously as you're going through these events in your life about the events themselves, they have correlated that you have less anxiety and more resiliency during stressful times so whether it be divorce or moving or job insecurity if you're having dreams about that it actually is helping you deal with the, your emotions of it in the waking world better than if you weren't yes and research other research too talks about those who are, have experienced trauma severe trauma if they can get into REM sleep very shortly after that trauma and can have those processing things going on they are more resilient and can move forward those who cannot have more trouble. And they tend to have the reoccurring nightmares later yes. on down the road. Yes. So sleep is so important. Your REM cycle is so important. So constant, you know, during REM sleep, another thing that I love about this is that the concentrations of a key stress-related chemical called noradrenaline are completely shut off within the brain when we enter REM states. In fact, REM sleep is the only time during the whole 24-hour period when the brain is completely devoid of this anxiety-triggering molecule. Noradrenaline or norepinephrine, excuse me, is the equivalent of adrenaline, right? And you think about what happens when adrenaline's shooting through your body, right? And it's gone during REM sleep. That's why you're allowed to process this without associating strong emotions with it. It is pretty fascinating. I love it. I just <laughs> Which means your stress response, the things that keep you in stress mode, are shut off. Right. They are totally shut off. So, and this is proven again with the use of MRIs. The studies that have come out on sleep since the in, you know, since 2013 are just mind-blowing with the use of MRIs. So, all of these um, they've also shown that key emotion and memory-related structures of the brain are all reactivated during REM sleep as we dream. So therefore, it makes it possible that emotion-specific memory processing is possible during the dream state. We now know that this emotional memory reactivation was happening in a brain totally free of all stress. Wow. What I think is cool, too, is how your brain comes up with a dream. So, <laughs> uh, author and neuroscience researcher, Dr. Penelope Lewis, wrote a book, and she talked about this. And so, when you're asleep, the neocortex part of your brain, which has to do with your primary senses, right, activates. So, your visual cortex activates, your auditory, and it pieces it just takes pieces of these experiences that you've had and what might randomly otherwise be a hallucination that you're having a chaotic hallucination uh she postulates or maybe i read into a little bit more than she did that your brain actually then takes all of these things and tries to make a cohesive picture for you it does that actually in the waking world too mm -hmm. so when we see things we're not actually our brain is sort of putting the picture together for us versus everything that we're seeing in the moment because it's also adding in experiences and all this thing so it does sort of the same thing when you're sleeping but with your eyes closed absolutely i like to think of it as you know your brain when you're sleeping is filing all the memories all the things that happened during the day and it's resetting everything. That is happening. Yeah. That's literally what's happening during... In this. my head, it's a little filing cabinet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a visual, right? <laughs> so time spent in REM sleep then is indeed necessary for us to heal our emotional wounds. So it is important to get enough sleep and to get into that REM. Although it's more complicated than 
we have the time to go into, you know, timing is indeed a big part of this. It's great information to have in terms of healing and understanding the lack of healing in some kinds of trauma. So the research, you know, goes into PTSD and what this type of emotional healing can happen. And we talked about that. Is it if you can get into REM after a trauma, you have a greater chance of being able to heal from that. So there are experiments going on with waking and, and um, waking someone up and talking about what they're dreaming and having them go back into sleep. So there's so much information out there that if you're interested in, please call us or get a hold of us. There's studies in depression as well, mm-hmm. the chronic manic depressive issues actually have been studied if they're woken up before they get into REM sleep because of the emotional mental processing going Mm -hmm. on. So those deep depressive sad feelings that they're experiencing during the day aren't being ingrained in them at night. And so it has actually been shown to help a a very small percentage of the population but all within that certain parameters of how they're experiencing depression which is really fascinating. Absolutely. There's another part of this that we don't think about, and sleep is needed to reset the brain and our bodies, right? REM dreaming is needed to reset our emotional brain functions, such as being able to decode facial expressions. So our brain loses that razor-sharp focus and begins to see as if through a frosted glass. And you may begin to mistake friends for foes, which is never a good thing, right? So it impairs our ability to discern certain things. Sleep is so important. Dreams are so important. We file everything away. We make sense of the world in both day and sleep time. Think about all the occupations that require individuals to be sleep deprived just by the nature of the work, right? Goodness. Law enforcement, firefighting, military personnel, doctors, nurses, truck drivers, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think about all of those people in emergency services or new patients with lack of sleep, lack of that razor-sharp focus to be able to discern what's going on, wow, without REM sleep and its ability to reset the brain's emotional compass, these people will be inaccurate in their social and emotional comprehension of the world around them, leading to inappropriate decisions and actions that may have life-altering consequences. When you think about someone in an ER, sleep deprivation, you know, all of these things, they're making life-changing, split-second decisions. Thankfully, this knowledge becoming more prominent in society is influencing then the administration in those civil service areas and other uh, private hospital health care to create different schedules to get the help needed that people who might be suffering from either PTSD or some other issues because of this chronic deprivation, it's finally coming to light and saying we need to deal with this in one way, shape or form. And so that's a good thing. But it does speaks a lot to what is going on in the world when you aren't able to function simply because you're not hitting those stages of sleep that are healthy for you? You know, this <clears throat> excuse me, this type of uh, finding, this research, really makes you think about road rage. For sure. <laughs> you know, the people that, that are really having a hard time with <laughs> being calm, <laughs> they may not be getting the REM sleep that they need. And every become, everyone becomes a foe and, you know, the world is out to get me kind of a thing. So one of the things that we really talk about in the clinic, too, when people come in, not only do we want your symptoms about, you know, what, what's coming, what you're coming in for, but we want to know about your sleep. Are you sleeping well, rested, and, and are you having trouble going to sleep, staying asleep? What are your sleep patterns? Because that tells us a lot about how we can help you. And what we can do. And so do your dreams. Yes, yes. And one of the interesting things to me is, um, as a guided imagery therapist, the symbolism behind dreams is very similar, if not exactly the same as the symbolism of guided imagery therapy. And so we're going to be really talking about that in the next segment so that you can get an idea of, okay, if I have this repetitive dreams, what is what do repetitive dreams mean? What do what does it mean when I keep dreaming about a tree or a house or flying or, you know, those types of things. We're gonna really get into that some more. It can give us an insight into what is bothering us, what is coming up for us, 
and what we want to come up for us. And again, we get back to what do you dream for your life, right? And in traditional Chinese medicine, there's even an element of your health wrapped in those dreams. Wonderful. Wonderful. We also, you also had some information on, we've talked a lot about the brain during REM sleep, but there's also the brain is affected by daydreaming. Yes, there are definite benefits to daydreaming. So those of you who either feel guilty about it. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. Do it. It's, it's amazing. Helps, helps you perform complex mental tasks, boosts your intelligence, decreases stress, makes you more creative, and strengthens your memory. Sort of like a miniature nap. Exactly. <laughs> Power napping and daydreaming. Ah, I love it. <laughs> yes, it's very important, both of those. So, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about symbolism and dreams. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Michelle Kitzmiller from the Awakened Living Infusion radio show, and I'd like to tell you about the healing powers of traditional Chinese medicine. The medicine includes acupuncture, herbal medicine, twina, qigong, and nutritional therapy. It's a highly individualized, safe, and effective system of integrative medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine at Awakened Living takes into consideration symptoms, lifestyle, emotions, environment, and individual experiences to determine the most effective treatment to obtain healing and make you feel better. Acupuncture is a safe and pain-free way to help your body heal. After your acupuncture session at Awakened Living, you'll walk away feeling healthy, relaxed, and balanced. Traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture works well on its own or with other treatments at Awakened Living. Schedule an appointment with me today at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can go solar with all energy solar, even way up north in Minnesota. Lots of people ask them, isn't Minnesota too cloudy for solar? No. The truth? For one thing, Minneapolis gets nearly as much sun each year as Houston, Texas. But it isn't just about how much sun you get. It's also about having access to great local incentive programs that make solar affordable. Learn what your options are to save with solar and visit allenergysolar.com today. Hi, Gregory Rich, founder and chief at Habitation Furnishing and Design, and now I'd like to invite you to kill your Sunday evenings with me right here on AM 950 with Drink in the Style. It's a one-hour-long conversation about interior design, art, architecture, and pretty much anything else, visual and aesthetic, all while enjoying some booze handcrafted by our friends at Gianni's Steakhouse in downtown Wyzetta. Can you think of a better way to spend Sunday evenings? Drink in the Style, Sundays, 5 p.m. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awaken Living. Did you know your body is constantly affected by the wear and tear of your daily life? Whether it's repetitive patterns or straining from activities, it's important for us to take care of our body, as we only get one. Most people view massage therapy as a luxury, when in fact it's a necessity for having a healthier body. Benefits of massage include stress relief, alleviated pain, decreased muscle tension, improved sleep and posture, improved circulation, release endorphins, and increased relaxation. As a certified massage therapist, I specialize in deep tissue, reflexology, rehabilitative, Swedish, and prenatal massage, working with clients throughout their pregnancy. I will provide you with a healing massage unlike any you have experienced. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Schedule an appointment today at 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, and emotions, life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about dreams. 
What does what we dream mean about us, say about us? What's going on with us? <laughs> That's right. And what do some of the contents of those dreams actually mean, right? We're going to talk about the symbolism behind what we see. Just as everything in an imagery means something, so does everything in your dream. If you, in your dream, repeatedly see yourself, if you repeatedly show up rather than you're just in the dream and you just are seeing everything from yourself, right? If you see yourself out there, <laughs> it means that there are some issues that you need to resolve in your waking moments. If you dream about being in a house, the house represents you. And each room represents a different aspect of yourself. Now, if the house that you're in is really dirty, <laughs> it means that you have some work to do. <laughs> and the room in which you're in, if the whole house is dirty, that says one thing. If there's just a room in particular that's dirty, that means that there is a specific area of your life that you need to work on. So the basement often represents feeling neglected. Okay? And you might not be aware of that. Re bedrooms represent intimate thoughts and feelings closest to your core self. It's kind of an interesting thing. And each room means something different. It's a very fun thing. I do a lot of imagery work with this. And then there's death. If you dream about death, it doesn't always mean that someone's about to die. Or what it actually means is that there's some belief or behavior that you hold that needs to go. Bodies of water represent our emotions. So the larger the body of water, the larger your reservoir of emotions, the things that you're feeling. There are some relatable things in Chinese medicine with water as well. So if there's an overwhelming amount of water, like a flooding sort of issue mm -hmm. or torrential rains, can mean that your yin energy has something going on uh, versus if there's a large body of water, it can deal with your kidney energy and whether that body of water is you know, lots of waves or if it's very calm can, can give you an idea. And in Chinese medicine, when I talk about the energy of an organ, it's not necessarily a physiological function. In Chinese medicine, we re relate different types of energies to it. And so whether that be a warming function or an emotional function or things like that. So it's pretty fascinating. It is. And in imagery, it's similar and yet there's some differences too. Yeah. So someone chasing you, a lot of people have dreams about that. It may be that you are running from something that really needs your attention pay attention to those dreams vehicles in your dream reflects what direction we feel our life is taking us and if we have control over that vehicles can give us the power to make a transition and envision ourselves getting to that destination or highlight the obstacles that we think we're facing and need to work through and then seeing other people in your dreams is often a reflection of the different aspects of yourself also. The people in, in your dreams can relate to characteristics that need to be developed in yourself. Specific people directly relate to existing relationships or interpersonal issues that you need to work through. For instance, dreaming of a lover or significant other in particular is frequently symbolic of an aspect of ourselves which we feel detached from. It's common for people to dream about being in a classroom or taking a test and they're not prepared for it. <laughs> and really what's happening is that a lesson or a test that we face inside the school or classroom is frequently one that we need to learn from our past that we haven't mastered yet. And it's one of the reasons that these dreams are often reported by people who have long since finished school. That haven't been there for decades, right? What about the ones where you show up in your underwear? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nobody notices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey, we need to talk. You know? <laughs> so, you know, unknowns to most people, the body's actually encountering a form of paralysis during REM sleep where, you know, you just can't move your body. That's a physical fact. You cannot move your body, which prevents it from physically performing the actions during parts of their dreams. So some people, more than others, actually dream that they're paralyzed. And that really represents the overlap between REM stage of sleep and waking stage of sleep. So dreaming about paralysis can also indicate that the dreamer feels that he or she lacks control in their waking life. 
kind of an interesting thing. A lot of people do dream that they are paralyzed, and it's actually true during certain parts of, of the night. And we talked a little bit about death, and although it's perceived as negative, it's often more directly related to dramatic change happening within the dreamer, the end of one thing and the beginning or rebirth of something new. And in Chinese medicine, it's related to grief, which yes. is the lung and the lung energy, which could be immune system or just not feeling well, feeling low. Flying in a dream. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I dreamt that a lot, right? How effectively or poorly it's done relates to how much control we feel again in our lives and whether we're confident and able to achieve our goals. Flying high is one of the most euphoric dreams imaginable, while flying or just skimming low to the ground or being caught in obstacles like power lines can be immensely frustrating for us. So it's interesting where you fly in those dreams has meaning. Not all falling dreams are scary or negative. Some dreamers report a type of slow falling that indicates serenity in the act of just letting go of things that are no longer needed. However, falling uncontrollably from great heights indicates that there's something in our waking life that feels really out of control. And that would be related to kidney energy again in Chinese medicine and fear. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what you said, nudity, <laughs> or we're showing up in your underwear. I knew you were, <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd get to it. Is <laughs> you know, a psychological exposure or feeling vulnerable, right? And this is expressed through nudity. The body part that's exposed can give more insight into the emotions that our dreams are helping us to understand. Sometimes we dream about babies. And that often represents something new. It might be a new idea, a new project at work, a new job, potential for growth in a specific area of our waking life. It doesn't mean that you're pregnant <laughs> or that you're going to have a child or that you want to have a child. It, think beyond the you know typical inside-the-box kind of thinking. Food symbolizes energy, knowledge, or nourishment and is directly related to our intellect, emotions, and spirituality. Food can also be a manifestation of idioms like food for thought and reveal that we may be hungry for new information and insights. Sex and dreams can simply be an outlet for sexual expression, but dreams about sex can also symbolize intimate connections with oneself and others and the figurative integration of new information. We've got so much more that we'd love to cover, but today our... Our segment is just about over here. So if you'd like help moving forward and working on your dreams, we'd love to help you. Dreams are so fascinating and needed in our lives, and this includes both types of dreamings that we discussed today. Thank you for so much for being with us today on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. For more information, be sure to check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Join us next Saturday as we tackle the subject of face reading. 